The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The election was rigged and stolen, and now our country is being destroyed. I ran twice, I won twice, and did much better the second time than I did the first, getting millions more votes in 2020 than I got in 2016, and likewise, getting more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far. And now, in order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again, okay? Very, very, very probably. Very, very, very Oh, very, very, very probably. What an amazing man. Anyway, that is Donald Trump at an Iowa rally yesterday. Uh, beyond hinting, I think we can say that he will run for president in 2024. This ahead of the midterms, the US midterm elections taking place in the coming week. Paul Brandis of West Wing Reports is with me. Uh, Paul, good to catch up with you. So what is the um, the backdrop to these midterms? Are they about the economy? Are they about Joe Biden? Are they about Donald Trump? Well, it's about all of the above, Kira, and I think that uh, Republicans uh, have uh, very much painted this election as about Joe Biden. He's the incumbent president, and that's the way midterms usually run. They think that uh, crime is a huge problem, immigration they think is a huge problem. The economy, though, is far and away the biggest issue people are concerned about, obviously, uh, food prices, energy prices, on and on and on. Democrats, on the other hand, say, look, uh, inflation uh, comes and goes. It will come down eventually. The bigger problem, the more serious problem is the threat to democracy, our long uh, heritage of democratic values that Republicans present a clear and danger threat to. So those are sort of the two narratives that we're facing here. But uh, in the end, I think the bottom line here, uh, Kieran, is Republicans are poised to take the House of Representatives, the lower chamber. The House appears to be, the Senate rather, appears to be very close. It could Mm. go uh, either way. So that's sort of where things stand. And where would that leave Joe Biden and his agenda? Well, I think he's going to have a very tough next two years, last two years of his uh, first term. If the Republicans take the House, which appears to be based on math and based on history, appears to be a foregone conclusion. There's simply no way that he's going to get any sort of meaningful legislation through the House. And if the Republicans control the Senate as well, then, of course, he can just forget about doing anything like that. So uh, he's going to have a very, very tough uh, two years. And I think you'll hear talk of this lame duck presidency mm. uh, get uh, pretty loud if uh, if that happens. How active has the incumbent been on the campaign trail? Uh, not all that active. His poll numbers have moved up over the past couple of months, but uh, they are still not high enough to give a lot of these candidates uh, enough reason to invite him to appear with them. He's helping to raise money. He's doing things behind the scenes, but he has appeared with very few Democrats around the country. I think uh, simply they uh, they read the tea leaves and know that uh, people are uh, worried about inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden, for, for whether it's fair or not, he gets a lot of the blame for that. Look, the president gets blamed for everything, whether it's uh, fair or not. So that's sort of how it works. Which is why 
sitting presidents rarely do that well in midterms. I know and it's it's kind of tempting to look at everything through the prism of, of Donald Trump and, and his presence. And, and we'll talk about him in just a moment. But I mean, were he to disappear off the face of the planet or had he two years ago when he lost the election? I mean, you, you, you would have been slow to bet on the Democrats doing well in these elections. If you look at I history. think they I think they would still have a tough time. If you look at every midterm election, Kieran, since World War Two, which is now going on 80 years or so, I think only two times in the last 80 years has the president's party actually gained seats in the midterm. Again, history strongly suggests that the president's party will lose seats in the midterm, uh, Trump or no Trump. So the focus on Trump, by the way, one thing that's uh, hurting uh, Democrats, by the way, is that Trump is not on the ballot this year. If he were on the ballot, then they'd have a big fat target to uh, point at. But the absence of him uh, moves a lot of attention back to the one thing that Democrats do not want to talk about, and that's inflation. So uh, the the candidates who are running, the Republican candidates, rather, to, to what extent can they be described as Trump's candidates? Well, an awful lot of them. Uh, you have, for example, the candidate for governor in the state of Arizona, out uh, west, Carrie Lake, the former uh, television anchor woman. She's uh, She is a devoted uh, Trumper, got the word Trump stamped on her forehead. She uh, is one of these, a uh, lot of folks who uh, parrot his line about how the 2020 election was rigged. Again, there's no evidence whatsoever that it was. They simply can't accept this. But she is just one example of a whole bunch of Republicans, not just running for governor, but running for, for the Senate, the House, uh, local elections all around the country who are parroting the Trump line about the rigged election. So a lot of damage has been done in terms of this institutional trust and in our democracy and our voting system. So a uh, lot of lot of uh, pro-Trumpers out well, there. Well, what do the polls tell us about how many Republicans actually believe that, Paul? Or to what extent do they just repeat it? It's just it's kind of a slogan. It's part of the brand now that you talk about the rigged election, even if you don't believe it. Well, as you know, what politicians uh, say in public and what they privately believe are not necessarily the same. I mean, a lot of them... <laughs> what a, what a cynical them. view, Paul, to take what a politician. What a cynical view. But uh, a lot of them uh, say these things because Donald Trump remains quite popular in the Republican Party, and they say these things because they want the Trump voters, uh, whether uh, they believe all of this in private remains to be seen. But you make a good point. I suspect there are a fair number who are afraid to come out publicly and say that because it will incur his wrath and will drive away a voter. So, you know, if you cross Donald Trump, uh, he will come down on you like a, a ton of bricks. I think a lot of them, a lot of Republicans just don't want to do that. So they say the easy line, they buy the lie and they paired it just to kind of uh, get along. So, I mean, for, for the real political anoraks on this side of the pond who would be watching this closely, I mean, what are the, the, the bellwether constituencies to keep an eye on? Well, I think a lot of these Senate races, I think, uh, to me, are the ones that are the most Interesting. Again, if you assume that the House is going to go for the Republicans, and again, I think it almost certainly will, some of these Senate races are really tight. Uh, Pennsylvania, for example, 
uh, Georgia, which is the most amazing uh, race, I think, between this guy, Herschel Walker, who's really has no qualifications whatsoever. Uh, his former football player can barely string two sentences together. Even some of his own supporters acknowledge that, but he's a Republican. Uh, so that is going to be a very close race, a Senate race in uh, Arizona, Mark Kelly, the former uh, astronaut. Uh, so those kind of uh, races. But what's interesting and dangerous for the Democrats, Karen, even in some of these states that have long been a deep blue, Repu deep blue Democratic states, some of these Republicans are making stronger than expected uh, showing. So Senate could go either way, but I think we should all expect some surprises on Tuesday night. And Paul, fascinating stuff as always. Thanks a million for that. Paul Brandis of West Wing Reports. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.